At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. Amal, the big news, breaking news, James Harden is going to play tonight, barring any setbacks for the Brooklyn Nets. Depending on how healthy he is, I think this is actually an upgrade over uh, Kyrie Irving. And the reason is this, because James Harden has immense respect for Kevin Durant. The flat earther is going to hold the basketball, trying to take a shot himself. Harden is going to make the best basketball play with Durant on the floor. They played together in Oklahoma City, but they've got a great history. They know they can both score the basketball. I took last night, no, uh, excuse me, the Nets at plus four, having nothing to do with Harden playing or not. I thought the number was ridiculous. They were two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Now, all of a sudden, Kyrie Irving's not in the lineup. You've got a six-and-a-half-point swing here? No, I don't think so. Too many points for the Slim Reaper. Let's say this game drops to two-and-a-half or two. Do you play it the other way? No, no. I, I actually... Sorry, I didn't allow you to finish the question, but I actually think that Brooklyn's got a great chance to win this game. If they don't win this game, this series is over. I don't think we're coming back to Brooklyn. I, I said, and even thinking that Harden was out, I thought it was an overreaction. Absolutely. And, and Kyrie was out and Harden was out. It was an overreaction. I mean, this team dominated two games, and now all of a sudden the Bucks were four or five-point favorite on the road. When they got beat soundly in games one and two? Yeah, I'm so adamant about this. Now, all of a sudden, the Nets are going to come out and play like the Jazz did last night. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you might be on a roll now after surviving three minutes of empty net time with the Canadians last night. <laughs> what is going on? Pulling 
the goalie down three. You haven't had a semblance of an offense all night outside of the first period. You get the goal by Caulfield on the basically on the bounce on the empty netter. But all of a sudden now we're going to sit there and we're going to score three goals on Mark Andre Fleury. I took under five and a half in game at a big plus because I didn't yeah, think they pulled. The, I didn't think they pulled the goal. I didn't. Either. I, I didn't. I and, and, and then when they did, I was cursing for three and a half. But thank God he put him in for the last thirty seconds. Yeah, what was that all about? I don't even understand that. Wait, you're pulling him. <laughs> Some of these guys make no sense. By the way, let me guess. It's the analytics geniuses that told them that. We'll check with uh, Andy McNeil. All right. Big comeback by the Hawks last night in Atlanta, trailing by 18 in the first half, 13 at the yeah. half. They made the big push to tie the series up here, and we cast our Hawks plus three tickets last yeah, night. great <laughs> bet last night. But I'm going to tell you, in the NBA game, so many of these, we saw it last night in both games. Second half opportunities available on both sides. Hawks and Jazz last night, both of them making a push to cover these numbers easily. Uh, I thought, though, when the 76ers hit the three to go up by four, I thought the Hawks would be in a little bit of trouble. I think it was John Collins responded the other way with a three-point shot, cutting it to one. And then, of course, Trey Young getting absolutely walloped on the head by Embiid. But the big story, Mike, to me, was Joel Embiid 0 for 12 in the second half last night. Yeah, and they'd relied on him so much in the series. Yeah. He'd been so dominant. Really, not no one has an answer for Joel Embiid no. when he's on his game. I don't care who it is in the East, whether it's the Bucks, whether it's the Nets, whether it's the Hawks, and really, yeah, maybe Rudy Gobert out west could slow him down a little yeah. bit. But that's a, that's about it. Other game we see at Staples, blowout from the beginning. Again, Clippers run the Jazz right out of the building. They even the series 2-2. Yeah, you know, I was a little bit disappointed in terms of the performance of Utah on the road. I thought they would show up. This thing was over quick. <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't take long at all, and the Jazz just absolutely in trouble. I'm a little bit concerned now. Can Utah bounce back, even though they're at home for two of the next three? They've really got to play well in game five. Was this more about how poorly the Jazz played, or are the Clippers finally coming together to the potential that many, including our own JVT, had predicted? You know, I think it's a combination of both. But with that being said, just because they won these two games doesn't mean they're going to win this series. We saw how dominant Utah was uh, for the most part at home. Now they've got an opportunity to hold serve. And remember, they've got critical game number seven at home if it gets to that. Let's take a look at the three existing series prices uh, in the NBA. Uh, 76ers Hawks. We saw this at around $2.00. Before the series started, it's now tied 2 2. It's a best of three. The 76ers are minus 315. Hawks are plus 240. Is there value in betting the Hawks now at such an inflated price off the opener? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. What's the t- take back on the Hawks? 240. I don't know Prior if I to take the series, it was, it was 160. Well, but forget that. How okay. about the fact that la- yesterday you pointed this out before this game started? The Hawks were, I think, what, 5 to 1, 5.5 to 1? 550. If you thought yeah. the Hawks were going to win, why not take 550 for the series? And then you come back, you can lay 315 tonight. Yeah, you know, it was kind of like a double bet scenario. You mm-hmm. bet the Hawks to cover and win last night. You get your money back. If they don't, they don't. It just kind of moves on from there. Now we see this. The line is shifting here with the Bucks and, and the Nets. Bucks still favored, even with Harden back in the series price. You can get 140 right now if you think the Nets can win two out of three. And, oh, by the way, they have two games in Brooklyn. Yeah, I've seen it. Now it's dropped down to uh, 125. Okay. Nets plus 125. Bucks minus, uh, or Nets minus, uh, excuse me here. I, I've got a mis- I've got a mistake here on my uh, numbers, but uh, I, I think you're probably a little bit more accurate. It's around 140, 140 135 yeah. on the take back. The, the the Bucks favored by about a dollar seventy, dollar seventy five in the series. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Look, the bottom line is Milwaukee is going to be the favorite. They're favored in Game Four, uh, Five. They're going to be favored in Game Six. So the question is, would they be uh, favored if there is a Game Number Seven coming up uh, in a few days? This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's a Malshaw. Big program today. MIA, Mr. Tim Doyle, the Rucker Park legend. We've tracked him down. He's going to be on the program in about 40 minutes to discuss these NBA series with us. Also, who he's betting in the pick threes at Yavapai Downs. Let's take a look at the other series that we mentioned earlier. Clippers, Jazz, tied 2-2, going back to Utah, where they've been so tough all year. 
Jazz, a 135 series favorite. You can get back about 115 on the Clippers here at this point. Uh, you know, I still favor the Jazz. I think at home, they're gonna, uh, it's going to be a different team. They're going to have their crowd. They have one of the best home court advantages in the NBA. I think this team will be ready to go. They've got to do a much better job of defending than they did in games number three and four. But, Mike, why are we surprised? Look, we had written the Clippers off, or at least I had to a certain extent, after game number two. And then all of a sudden now, these t- this team looks like the greatest team since sliced bread. But when they get away from home in this series, they can't do anything. Yeah, and in the first series, when they were at home, they couldn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. and, they were, and they were great at Reunion Arena or yeah, whatever exactly. it's down there. Uh, the American Airlines yeah. Center. Um, Reunion Arena. I, I, need some, I need some advice, okay? Go ahead. I bet the ticket back in the week of Super Bowl, exact matchup, NBA Finals, Sixers, Clippers. 13-1, to 1, I bet 500 to win 6,500. Is the time to hedge on the Western now lay a dollar thirty-five with Utah in the series, or should I let it ride out? I just don't want to get down. I don't want to get down three-two and face an elimination game. I forget forget the Clippers situation. You're more worried about the Sixers in yes, the East, absolutely. Because to me, there's some concerns with Joel Embiid's health right now. Uh, a player of his caliber, an 0 for 12 game. Look, I think that's more attributable to injury than it is uh, necessarily to just. Poor play. He's too good of a player. You know, that uh, layup he missed at the end of the game, I don't think he normally misses. I think it's a situation where it was just uh, something is ailing him, and and it's a real problem at this point in time. Uh, All right. Well, I'm not going to take the Hawks in the series. If they get beat by the Hawks, they get beaten. That's the way my ticket goes down. I'd have to wait till they get to the finals because that's the theory I had uh, behind playing. Let's take a look at this game tonight. Bucks versus Nets. James Harden will play. Uh, barring any setback, you said earlier in the program you think that the, having Harden instead of Kyrie is an upgrade for the Nets, and you like the Nets' chances tonight. You took them at plus four. Is it still a good bet at plus three at home right now? Uh, you know, to me, this is one where uh, I would I would still take them. I, I was going to take them on the money line. I ended up not doing that, but I, I think they got a great chance to win this game. Uh, I agree with you here. I I don't I can't lay with points with the Bucks on the road tonight. I think it's nets or nothing. Any interest in the total here? Two twenty-one them all. No, I I gave you my one total winner yesterday. You did. You did very good. <laughs> I'll, start, I'll ask in the next round when we get to the conference. <laughs> Thank you. Get to the conference finals. <laughs> Last night here in Las Vegas, the Golden Knights defeated Montreal four to one. Great first ten minutes. Big push by the Canadians. Flurry was good. Knights score off the faceoff with yeah. about ten and a half minutes to go. Get another one to go up two nothing. Really dominated the game from that point on and win four to one. They really did. Uh, there were two ki- critical faceoffs. The first goal and I think it was the third goal which they scored. Carey Price made a mistake of holding the puck on the one and it gave him an opportunity because you know as poorly as they had played moving forward at two one, I still thought uh, Montreal had a chance in this one. But I still don't think the series is far. I, think, I still think it's far from over. I think Montreal has played well enough where they can really make a push in this one. They've got to do a better job on some of the rebounds. We see the adjusted series price of the Knights now, 10-1 to 1 favorite to win it. You can get back plus $6 on Montreal. Interested in the play. You know, I know you bet them at $4 to begin the series. No, because to me, I, I, to me, first of all, the numbers should be a little bit closer, right? If it's minus 1,000, how do you come up with plus 600? Who, who, do, who does these numbers? The guys, uh, Andrew Fastow of Enron available? This is via DraftKings. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I think Fastow's out now. I think he did his 10 years, and he's out now. All right. Game two tonight at Emily Arena in Tampa Bay. one nothing Islanders. They stayed out of the penalty box in game one. They win it 2-1. to one. Tampa Bay, I think this is a big game for Tampa Bay tonight. You're the defending Stanley Cup champions. That barn on that barn on Long Island is rocking. It's going to be tough to go there and get two games. I think you're going to see the best effort out of Tampa Bay tonight. They are, a, but I'm not interested in lane 190 at this point against the New York Islanders team that makes it very tough to beat them. 
Yeah, it really does. Uh, I love Tampa in this spot. Got to bounce mm-hmm. back. Uh, got a couple of plays coming up. Uh, Dealing with the NHL tonight later on in our plays in the all-in segment. Oh, I'm, also, I'm also, I'm also, I'm also, I'm a, uh, here's a spoiler, a spoiler alert, but I played the puck line here tonight with Tampa Bay. I didn't want to lay the 190. Hey, oh, oh, okay, tough guy. I did the same thing. Oh, tough, fake tough guy, Jake Arietta <laughs> yeah, took exactly, the loss last right, night. Exactly. All right, it's time for uh, America's uh, second favorite segment on the show, the eight burning questions. As we did on Friday, we're going to focus on the NFL, eight burning questions. We looked at who you thought would win each division and where were the betting values on Friday. Today, we're going to take a look at some more uh, specific questions about different teams. Let's start out with the defending Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady coming back. Are the Buccaneers of 2021 going to be better than the Buccaneers of 2020? Great question. I have to say yes, not necessarily from a big-picture perspective, but just from an overall team perspective in terms of the week-to-week. Because they weren't stellar when you look at a lot of the situations. The Chargers game, we always point to Anthony Lynn's 17-point lead, handing the ball off at his own 10-yard line. Uh, that really allowed Tampa to get back in the game, cut it to 10 by halftime, and they win the game. To me, I have some concerns about Brady. Look, Brady's amazing. We know he's the greatest player of all time. But I think it was this Tampa defense in the postseason that really stepped up. Also, they benefited from some very dumb coaching moves from opponents. I don't know if you can necessarily rely on that every week. It's like bad plays. You know, it's like sometimes when somebody out in the pits uh, has a, you know, two kings and they split them. You know, probably not the wisest move sometimes, but... Uh, I, I think it's one of those scenarios. Matt Lafleur is welcome to come play here. As yeah, well. I'm sure <laughs> he is. You probably guys, you guys probably sent a plane for him. We saw how good their defense could be when they met Aaron Rodgers in Tampa in the regular season yes. and dominate. We really didn't see that defense again until their playoff run. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. But, you know, to me, if you look at it, Jared Cook's fumble changed the entire postseason. If he holds on to that ball, they're about another first down away from being in field goal range going up 10. Drew Brees might still be in the league if he'd won it. He'd won it. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> Let's take a look from a betting perspective. Tampa Bay right now, plus 650 to win the Super Bowl. I don't think you have any interest in that. None. But from a season win total perspective, over under 11 and a half, you have to lay 25 cents if you think they can win 12 or Weren't more. Weren't they 11-5 and five last year? Yeah, yeah I think That's they're going to be a better team this year in theory. But the division is actually regressed because the Saints are going to take a step back, in my opinion. I don't know if Famous Sheamus is going to be the quarterback or if it's going to be Taysom Hill, whoever it is. Uh, I don't think they're necessarily going to be able to catapult them to that level. A lot of question marks regarding the Saints. Uh, Atlanta trades away their best player in Julio Jones. So a lot of concern around the league in terms of, I mean, excuse me, that division. I do think Carolina will be more competitive. I do as well. I think you get Matt Rule sometime. Remember, McCaffrey missed a lot of time last year. Depending on their quarterback play, they should step forward. All right, Amolt, who will have the fewest wins in the NFL next season? Now, the obvious choice would be the Texans, and they are the favorite at plus 225 uh, because of, obviously, Deshaun Watson's situation and whether he's going to play at all or not this year. But you have some other bad teams out there. Lions are 4-1. to one. Bengals with Joe Burrow back 10-1. to one. Jaguars, your man Urban Meyer, his first year, he gets the number one draft pick, Trevor Lawrence. They're 10-1. to one. And the New York Jets, 10-1 to one as well. Well, to me, uh, I would make this bet right now, not on the Texans, I would bet on either the Lions or the Jaguars or the Jets. Uh, more, I don't think the Jaguars will be as bad. Maybe I have a bias here because I'm cheering for Urban and Lawrence and ETN and these guys. I want to see them do well. But um, I don't think the Jets are as bad as their record was last year. I think some of it was coaching. Adam Gase is an absolute disaster. Um, but I think the Lions are going to be horrible. Jared Goff. Here's the thing with the Texans, Mike. If Deshaun Watson plays, they're going to be off this board. It's going to change the dynamic for that team. But 
Jared Goff playing. Oh, my God. You got a chance for a bagel. You really believe that? No, I don't really believe that. But <laughs> the reality of it is they're not going to be that good. Well, when you look at their division, uh, do you think they okay, can Okay, hold win? on. Okay. Are they winning in Chicago? I'm talking about home games now. Okay. Can, I gotcha. Can they beat the Bears in Detroit? If the Red Rifle's starting, yes. If it's Justin Fields, probably not. Can they beat Minnesota in Detroit? Not even you with Michigan. You always have a chance with not Kirk even, Cousins. Not even with Michigan it? State Kirk Cousins. Okay. All right. No, I, I think they're, look, I think their best case scenario, they go two and four in the division. What's interesting here is that the Texans and Bing, and Jaguars obviously play each other twice, and they're, right. and they're, they're first and, and co-third choice. So, um, you know, it's a shot. It's, it's, it's a prop bet that, that uh, Deshaun's not playing if you take the Texans at plus 225, right? Yeah, absolutely. By the way, the Bengals might be on this list, and I forgot about one thing. Because they didn't listen to you, <laughs> myself, or anyone else with a pulse that actually said take an offensive lineman, don't, no. don't worry about your quarterback getting killed. If Joe Burrow goes out, you might be drafting a new quarterback uh, next year. I, I hope Burrow's healthy and he can play well. But, Mike, I don't know what their offensive line's going to be able to do. There's been a lot of love them all for the Cleveland Browns and the yep. betting markets. They're now the co-choice to win um, the AFC North. In your mind, are the Cleveland Browns a Super Bowl contender? They are, but here's the problem. Kansas City and Buffalo both play in an easier division, and I can even make the argument that the AFC South is easier for one of those teams to win the division. You've got to get to Houston, through Houston or Indianapolis. You can dominate those other teams. Look, if you're the Colts and the Texans, you're going to win, excuse me, Titans, you're going to win four games within the division in theory. The Browns have to play the Ravens twice, the Steelers twice, and then you have that interstate rival in Cincinnati. It's not going to be an easy game down in Cincinnati. You're looking at a scenario where you can go at four and two. I'm not saying you can't go five, five and oh, five and one or six and zero, oh, but I think it's going to be much more challenging. I think it's going to be tough for the Browns to be a one or a two seed in the AFC. That gives you two road games. I look at Kansas City and Buffalo as the obvious choices for the top, hey, two, I'm with the you, top yes. two seeds. There, if there's an injury, if Mahomes goes down, I think that to your point. The Colts uh, or the Titans probably have an opportunity to have a better record because of strength of division. Yeah, Browns are probably looking at best case scenario a three or a four seed. Yeah, unless Mahomes gets a, a you know a no. kind of an Achilles tear. If you breathe on Patrick Mahomes within 15 yards, your family yeah. members are looking at five years in jail. They're plus 750 to win uh, to get to the Super Bowl and 16 to one to win the Super Bowl. Either of those interests you. The Super Bowl odds do a little bit at 16-1, to 1, but not enough. I think it should be over 20. Look, they've done well. They had a good win in Pittsburgh, but the Steelers, to your point, you've made numerous times. They're not as good as people thought they were. Uh, I don't know if we should overreact. Remember, the Browns did play well against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I still have some question marks. They've got to do it over the entirety of a season, but Baker was tremendous the second half of the season. Will a quarterback win Offensive Rookie of the Year? Let's take a look, take a look at the obvious choices. Trevor Lawrence at 3-1. to one. Trey Lance, I, I don't know how much he's going to play. Six to one. Justin Fields at eight to one, who'll probably be an early starter for the Bears. Zach Wilson, who will start with the Jets. Mac Jones, eleven to one. I, I, I guess the the bigger question is, if it's not one of these guys, who is it? Well, I can't answer this question. Okay. The reason is because it would be hypocritical based on the fact that I've got Najee at sixteen to one, mm-hmm. and to me, I, I love him and I think he's going to be tremendous. Uh, let's take Trey Lance out of the equation because I think Jimmy G is still going to play quite a bit there. Trevor Lawrence could have a chance. I just don't know if they're necessarily going to perform at a high enough level. Uh, Zach Wilson playing in New York should uh, garner some votes if he plays halfway decent. I'm not sure about Mac Jones. I don't think Cam Newton's going to relinquish the starting position. I think that'll push him a little bit. Uh, Fields uh, being in a big market, if the Bears turn things around, he's a guy because uh, the team, look, if you look at it, it is without question Justin Fields is on the best current team who's going to play. Trey Lance is on the best team, but I don't think Trey Lance is going to play immediately. How, how about Pitts? 
What do you give him as a prospect? You know, I would have given him more of a chance had Julio, Julio Jones been there because I think Calvin Ridley's going to take a bit of a step back now. Speaking of Julio Jones, will Julio Jones be able to put up big numbers without Matt Ryan? Obviously, he's moved to Tennessee. He gets Ryan Tannehill, but he gets a much upgraded running game. Total receiving yards for Julio Jones, 1,100.5. Lay juice to the under at 134. Total receiving touchdown, 7. Also juice to the under at minus 125. Getting yelled at by the producer. Over on the 1,100 yards, uh, no play on the touchdowns because the 18-wheeler is going to take a lot of those in. Uh, that's true. When they get the ball first and ten, from, first and goal from the 10, they run it four times more. <laughs> but you're punishing the yeah. defense. You know, those those three and four yards in the first quarter and second quarter add up in the fourth quarter. That's why he always has big runs in the fourth. How big of a downgrade is going from Matt Ryan to Ryan Tannehill in your mind? I know you, you've been, you know, had a lot of vitriol for, for Ryan Tannehill, but... But honestly, is it a huge step down? I, I Listen, I think Matt Ryan's a lot better than people have given him credit for over the years. I've always been a big Matt Ryan fan, so in my opinion, it is. However, based on what Matt Ryan's been probably the last year or two, not as precipitous as maybe I kind of draw the picture of being. Which team has a better chance of making the playoffs? The L.A. Chargers at plus 137 or the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 170? Uh, I'm going to say the Chargers because they're in the weaker division. Because remember, they got to play the Browns and the uh, Ravens twice. That doesn't help you at all when you got to go on the road in those situations. Chargers having the benefit of having to play. Well, you know, they have to face off against that great, great, uh, you know, check down quarterback and Derek Carr. That's a little bit of a concern I have for the Chargers. I don't know why the Chargers can't go four and zero in the, four and two in their division with losing to the Chiefs twice and beating the Raiders twice and the Broncos twice. I think they can go five and one. They're good enough yeah. to beat the Chiefs at home. Yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs plays pretty well against them. I'll. Last year they pushed him to they put they should have won the game. That was another Anthony Lynn coaching masterpiece in week two. Yeah. And Harrison Butker had to make like seven straight sixty yard field <laughs> yeah, goals exactly. at the end of yeah, win. Exactly. I, I know because I had a teaser that, that relied on the Chiefs to win that game in that day and it, I thought I was losing it at several different junctures. Well, you're gonna learn to take some points at home from now on. <laughs> Here's another question. Who has a better chance of making the playoffs? The Vikings at plus one twenty three or the Saints at plus one fourteen? I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm not sure about Minnesota, but I don't say there's any kind of confidence. I would not bet this. I I think the Bears are the second-best team in that division. I'm not sold on the Vikings. I'm not sold that this defense is going to rebound this year, and I just don't know what the Saints are going to be with the the loss of Breeze. I know they're they're a very solid team on both sides of the ball, uh, but too much uncertainty at the quarterback position. It's Taysom Hill, an everyday quarterback. Finally, Amal, what advice would you give to our listeners about betting the NFL this season? You know, the basic thing I would give to people that might be a little bit newer to betting the National Football League, a lot of people that tend to be new, Mike, in betting tend to take the favorites. I think college football, you can play 70, 75%, or 80% of favorites. I, I don't think people realize, Johnny Avello and I have talked about this, the favorites in college, it's a whole different ballgame compared to the NFL. The NFL, take points, particularly teams getting points at home, I think you'll do Far better. You know, you mentioned the teaser, right? And I see people do this every week, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You'll have a teaser of a team catching four. They'll tease through the uh, four to the zero. I don't have a problem with that. I hate when people on our network say, oh, you shouldn't tease through zero. I'm like, dude, step up to the window, go fire ten dimes, and then go show me your ticket where you did it the other way. No, listen, that's a fine bet if you think the team's going to win. But generally speaking, if you can get plus ten, you're going to be far more successful than you are going through zero unless you've got a team that you're extremely confident is going to go on the road and win. The best teasers go through three and seven either way. Yeah, for the most part, but there's certain matchups, you know, like when we know Bama's playing, they're going to win games, right? It's the same thing in the NFL. There's certain games the Chiefs are just going to win. All right, when we come back, we're going to take a look at today's Major League Baseball slate, including an interstate matchup 
in Buffalo, New York. That's next on The Nuts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's a mall show. In about 20 minutes, we'll have Tim Doyle, former Northwestern standout, calls game for the NBA Network. He's also a college and NBA analyst. Yes, Amal. I was going to say, we finally gathered enough money to get him back. Huh? I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like uh, in search of with Leonard Nimoy trying to get this guy back on the show. He's a great guest, though. So that's coming up in 20 minutes. Let's go to the Diamond tonight, Amal. I want to take a look at this. I said interstate matchup. The teams aren't even in the same country. But, of course, Toronto's playing their games. <laughs> their, Toronto's playing their games in Buffalo. This is really like a, a, a tale of two Would, cities. I mean. Wouldn't that be intra? Intra, yes, intra. Okay. Enter is where you get in trouble with wire fraud. Anyhow, uh, 
The Yankees and Blue Jays, teams with very similar records. They're half a game apart in the standings, but I really think their team's going in different directions, Amal, and that's why I put this game on here tonight. Jordan Montgomery takes the, bu- takes the bump for the— Boy, for, stop lying. Tell everybody why you took this game. Well, we can't put games that we've had to pick on. So no, I, no, no, right, right, right. Ryu's pitching. I know. I love all Asians. Yeah, I know. I know you took it because My Ryu's boy, on the mound. Korean but, zombie. You know, but I like him against Montgomery. Montgomery, not bad. Three and one with the ERA, just on, under four. But, you know, my man Ryu, he, he, he's the guy. And he gets to pitch at home tonight. He pitched well on opening day. Because remember, they beat Cole on opening day. It was Ryu against Cole. Toronto favored here. A slight favorite at $1.20 because it's Ryu. You can get $1.05 back on the Yankees and a total in Buffalo of nine of all. Any interest in a bet on this game? Yeah, I like, uh, you like Ryu. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. Ryu here. Yeah, yeah I mean, to, to me, you got to take him. Yanks lost three in a row. Uh, Toronto missed an opportunity yesterday. Vlad Guerrero Jr. hits a homer off of Matt Barnes. I don't know if it really counts for a full homer when you hit one off of Matt Barnes, but it was a great job in the top of the ninth getting the game even. They were really struggling offensively. Red Sox respond. Devers with the game winner, but I think this is a good opportunity for the Blue Jays to bounce back. Montgomery, as you alluded to, has been effective, but I don't like to bet on guys when you phrase it this way. He hasn't been bad. <laughs> I want a guy who's been good like Rayu, so I'll take him. By the way, i got to pick on one thing real quick. Your boy, Kenta Maeda, hot garbage this year. He left the game with a 3-1 lead. That's not the point. Have you looked at his numbers? He used to be 5-5. and dive. Now he's 4-done. <laughs> and done. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you, I bet this game. I laid 135 with Maeda last night. When he didn't come out for the bottom of the fifth, I took 280. With Seattle. I mean, just to get off the bet, because I didn't know if I could get five innings out of that Twins bullpen. I couldn't even get the fifth inning out of them. They were tied 3-3 after the next half. By the way, last night, I managed to find the one game that basically went over. I took an in-play on Tigers-Royals 12-and-a-half, and and somehow in the ninth inning, they give up with the two outs. Shope gets a double, and then Miguel Cabrera gets a single. But here's the thing. Pretty much every other game outside of the Diamondbacks and Giants, every other game was under ten and three last night. Exactly, (laughs) you found the one over. Yeah, but it was nine and a half was the original number. I take a twelve and a half, and I still lose. Yeah, I had under five in the first five. They scored four, and it been big, bad. Brad (laughs) Brad Keller. Brad Keller. I want to talk about the Brewers uh, hosting the Reds tonight because there's a unique opportunity. I mean, Louis Castillo could lose his 10th decision of the year, and it's only June 15th. <laughs> What's going on They'll here? Pull him before he gets to the 20 Wor- games. Worst ROI in baseball. Uh, two and nine, six, six, four, seven ERA, a whip of 1.58. But Brett Anderson has a whip of 1.59 and an ERA of five. Is the play here the total? It's nine them all. It's pretty much a pick them in Milwaukee tonight. No interest in either side, but I'll say this, and, and I'm not going to play the total, but Castillo hasn't been as bad over the last three starts as you may believe based on his numbers as a whole. But 16 and two-thirds innings pitch. He's given up, I, I think, uh, eight earned runs during that stretch. Uh, he's got to be a little bit better, but overall he hasn't been horrendous. Excuse me, let me correct that. Six earned runs, not eight. He uh, will remember the first couple starts of the year. He got bombed. I mean, what yeah, did he, what did he exactly. give up? Seven earned in a third of an inning to yeah. open it. These two teams met in Cincinnati last week, and Castillo actually had a two-one lead going into the sixth. He had runners on second and third with two outs, and they took him out. The reliever came in. It was at Sims maybe, and gave up three runs. And Milwaukee ended up winning the game seven two. Of course, Castillo took the loss because he was responsible for the runners on to, base. To at your the time. point, three starts he's given up twenty-one earned runs. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on. Finally, Padres and Rockies. What a split this team has. I mean, the Rockies can't win on the road, and, and they're seven, eight games over 500 at home. They beat Denilson Lamette last night, 3-2, uh, to two, when the Padres didn't score until the ninth inning. Tonight we get our guy, our Cy Young candidate, UU Darvish, going for uh, San Diego uh, against uh, Chichi Gonzalez going for, <laughs> going for the Rockies. As you would expect, U is more than a two dollar favorite. In fact, up to two fifty now. If you want to play him on the run line, it's still minus one seventy. 
Yeah, I don't like the run line play here. Yeah. If you're going to lay, you got to lay the 250. If you're going to do it, I don't want to do it. But I think they win this game. They bounce back. Yesterday, they lose the game 3-2. I think the offense gets going here. Here's what I want to say about Cy Young candidates. And Gaussman probably was second to the Grom in terms of stats put up this year. Right. He lost 2 to nothing in that seven-inning game Saturday when they played the doubleheader. Be careful of your starts at Coors if you're a Cy Young candidate. Remember Ryu two years ago, if not for his two starts at Coors and 14 earned runs, would have won the Cy Young. DeGrom got it that year. If you're Darvish, you got to come out of here without giving up four or five. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I think he should be able to do that. This is a Colorado team we know has been fairly anemic for the most of the season. By the way, real quick, are we betting against the Diamondbacks again tonight? We are, but they haven't listed a pitcher. I need a number. They don't have a starting it pitcher might be, list. It might be a forfeit. It, it might be. Can we bet the run line on a forfeit? <laughs> when we come back, Amal got back on the scoreboard with the under in the Knights game last night, and I had Spain under. We'll see where we're going tonight. That's next on the Nuts. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. In 10 minutes, we're going to have Tim Doyle, former Northwestern standout, NBA and college basketball analyst, calls games for the NBA Network. He's going to come on and, and join us. Stay up to date if you've missed any of our shows or any of the others with the VSIN podcast. You can get Follow the Money with Mitch and Pauly, a numbers game, Lombardi Line, Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Uh, Ron Flatter Racing Pod, and Hardwood Handicappers with our own Jonathan Von Tobel. They are all free and available now at vsin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, all. Ron Flatter's been on fire. He's had some great guests. When he does, when he does two a week, the one, one's like you're just the local guys, but then he goes out and gets national guys when he does the double one. That's great. And, of course, now Yale's probably focused on Wimbledon. Uh, winner last night, bounced back. Yep. I thought it was a good play. Had to fade the empty net. Feeling your oats. Five plays tonight. Well, it's not. It's, it's a lot of these are situational plays, right? Uh, let's start with the Milwaukee Bucks. They're catching four in this one at home. I think it's too big of a number. Now it's down to three. I would still take a shot with them. Uh, the Nets that is catching the points here. Uh, I think they they're going to win this game, Mike. They have to win this game. If they don't, I think the series is over. I think they'll play well. You know, this is very similar to what we saw in that matchup between um, the Clippers and the Jazz. Now it's a critical game five. Uh, this, these series are turning out to be very good, except the Phoenix Suns are enjoying themselves sitting at home right now. I'm on the same game as you are, the Lightning game, yep. too, to bounce back here. You played it two different ways. You, you laid the 190, but you also played the puck. Line. Yeah, I did that in this one in particular because I think the Lightning win this game. So if I do win this game with the Lightning, uh, it'll cover a loss on the puck line if that were to occur. But Lightning puck line is plus 140. I think they're going to come out. They're going to play well. Stamkos uh, sitting on the bench a little bit of additional time because he made a bad turnover. I think he'll come out refocused. I like this team. Veselovsky played well enough to win. I think Tampa Bay wins this game. I know it's going to be a defensive game against the Islander squad, but Tampa's still an elite-level team defending Stanley Cup champs. They can't go down 0-2 and go back to the island. How do you structure your bets here when you play it twice? Well, in this one, I've got a bigger bet on the Lightning minus 190 uh, because I love this spot. I obviously hate the juice, but my style, that's why we, I don't list units because I'm going to make certain plays that are bigger bets, and if you lose, you lose. You live with the consequences, but, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a grinder here. 
you know, you, you know, I'm not one of these scalpers trying to uh, middle the numbers. I'm trying to find the best plays that I like. I'm going to fire on those. And this, to me, the Lightning, this is a critical game. It's kind of like when we, the Clippers game. It didn't work out that way, but there's some other games throughout the course of the season. They work in your favor. I go back to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. These team two, two teams are constructed yeah. basically the same. Right. Right. And every time you, the, the, the Islanders would make a push, the Lightning would come back the next game and dominate them. So my play here, I didn't lay the 190. I just took the puck line in this spot. Um, we have another common play. Giants on the run line, yeah. fading this D-backs team. They lost 14 in a row. They won a game, lost a game, won a game, and now they've lost 11 in a row again. So they've, they've won two, they're two, two and 26 in their last 28. Yeah, they're, they're playing well. Yeah. Uh, you know, winning once every 14 games. Uh, you know, I'm hoping this is not the game out of their next 14 that they win. I like the Giants here. Uh, they're gonna, they should be able to cover the run line last night, getting the uh, win uh, five to three, I, I think. Or excuse me, eight to five. I think it's a good opportunity here for the Giants once again. And, you know, you talked about it yesterday. I think the Giants need to find themselves a little bit. Great opportunity to kind of start getting back on the right track here for San Francisco. And let's take us to the Euros. you got to play on the uh, favorite France. Yeah, coming up in 20 minutes. Now, this is on the two-way. This is just a, a straight-up. So if it's a draw, it would be a refund here. I've got France versus Germany. I like the French. Uh, minus 120, I think they're the most talented squad here. Germany, not quite as good as they normally are, but in tournaments, always very tough. I was going to play the under 2.5, but I could see this one being a 2-1 game. I think Mbappe gets on the score sheet here. Watch out for him, and i like them to win this game against the Germans today. I want to take a look on the three-way with the prices. On plus this. 170, plus 180, and then the draw was about plus 160, I think. So this is a, a two-way bet, just so everybody's yeah. clear. A push, it's, it's a bet, no draw, in essence, is, what, exactly, is what we yeah. talk about. So France uh, France wins, Amal wins, they, they draw, Amal pushes. He doesn't have to win this game. In, in. As, as long as Germany doesn't score, I'm fine. Yeah, I think so. Any interest in this two and a half? This two and a half no. was juiced to the under. Now it's getting you're seeing over money come in because it's like a, a, a even on the under right now. Look, here's the first thing that's got you got to keep in mind. If France scores first, Germany's going to have to be more aggressive. For flip side, if, if Germany scores first, France's going to have to be more aggressive. I'm a little bit concerned about this game somewhere being one-one. Look, earlier today, for anybody that had Portugal and Hungary, what a brutal beat that was in terms of the over two and a half goals, excuse me, under two and a half goals, they get to three goals. And by the way, wasn't Ronaldo offsides on the third goal? Looked like it on the little give and go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe I missed something. I mean, I, I don't know. All right, let's go to the playbook. I only I have three plays tonight, and uh, I share a common two common plays with them all. I like the Lightning to bounce back in the spot. I laid them on the puck line here. Now, if it goes to overtime, I'm going to lose. They get beat, I'm going to lose. But I think if you, you can have the lead with five minutes left, you'll get plenty of shots at the empty net. It's fade Matt Harvey day, Amal. Fade Matt Harvey. They're, they're, it's a good play. They're running him out there again, this time in Cleveland. You know I like Cal Quantrill, right? Paul yeah. Quantrill's nephew. I like Cal Quantrill. I have for a while. I'm going to lay the run line here. The Indians scored a lot of runs in that series in Baltimore. I think they're going to put up big numbers tonight here. Harvey's just been god-awful. I mean, he doesn't go more than four innings. What is it? His last eight starts, uh, we, we bombed away against him. Even with that weak-hitting Mets team, bombed him last time out. So we'll lay the run and a half at plus 105, and then we're going to continue to fade the Diamondbacks just like you did. I'm going to list Littell. He's their opener today, right? He's a reliever. I think he'll give them two good innings. And I like this play. I'm not concerned about betting an opener because the Giants' bullpen has been so good. Hey, you're absolutely right. And, you know, it's a combination of the Giants' pen and the fact that the uh, Diamondbacks can't hit. This is a great combination, and you're in San Francisco, which is more pitcher-friendly, obviously. Yeah, it's really amazing the run that this team has been on. Blowing the 5 nothing lead on Saturday, and they just they, they haven't been ahead. I mean, Oakland swept. It's, it hasn't been close. They haven't really been competitive in too many in too many spots. Tori Luvolo is still the uh, manager there? He is. It's amazing. They, mu they must Tori not Lovello. want to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's still the manager there. Uh, we have about a minute here, Amal. Looking forward tomorrow. It, it, there's early soccer tomorrow. I know we won't be on in time to give out the 6 a.m. Pacific game or the 9 a.m. Pacific. Anything you like in Europe tomorrow? Yeah, you know, right now, in terms of fin- uh, Finland and Russia, I'd probably lean towards Russia. Uh, I thought the Finns were fortunate in that game against the Danes because of what happened to Christian Eriksen. It seemed like the Danish side was not as engaged in that game. Um, uh, Turkey and Wales should be an interesting one, but they have no play there. Yeah, I like the under in Turkey and Wales, but it's flat too. So what I like to do is when it goes in game, they'll let you lay some juice with two and a half. Yeah. Or if you if you can search around and you have multiple options, you can find a two and a half with juice before the match. Tell you right now, Italy, Switzerland, I don't know if you've seen the total on it. I have yet. not. If, I'm guessing probably two because the Swiss tend to defend very well. Mm-hmm. I, I will still probably take a shot with the under two in this one because I think the Italians, you remember, they got the win. They're up three goals. They get a tie here, and they get one more tie. They're already through. Russia's first game, I was texting with E. I said, I don't understand the line on this game. Why isn't it moving more? Russia's not going to win this game. He said, you weren't following when the World Cup was in Russia, and every game that they played in had very favorable VAR in favor of Russia. People still remember that. Well, of, they forgot to stop Lukaku on several places. Yeah, they, well, they did. I, we knew that was going to happen. Very excited to finally get Tim Doyle back on the program after about a month's absence. He was a regular Monday guest for a while. He's just terrific, and we'll have him focus on the NBA and these three series that still remain. That's next on The Nuts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With the exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Uh, in New Jersey, Illinois, Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Indiana, 1-800-9 with it. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. And that read will not be a first ballot Hall of Fame read. Welcome back into the nuts. That reader was Amal Shaw. I'm Mike Palm, and we're very pleased to have Mr. Tim Joyle join the program. You might remember him from his days at Rucker Park. You might know him from his time at St. John's. Maybe his time at Northwestern. Maybe his time in the NBA. Maybe his time on NBA TV calling the games. Maybe on CBS Sports as a college basketball analyst. Or maybe as the track handicapper at Mahoning Valley. Welcome back to the program, Timmy. What, what about his Elvis impersonator with those shades? <laughs> yeah, no Mahoning Valley. Uh, they're dark now. Okay, Mike. So what we got going today, uh, <laughs> FanDuel bought the racetrack down in St. Louis, Fairmount Park. So now it's called FanDuel Sports Park. Yeah, I, I did catch the double there. Thank you to the one horse breaking last and catching up there. So I had a $60 double. Here's the deal. What I've learned is cashing tickets is more fun than losing. And have I made a lot of mistakes over the last couple of months? Of course, because I was holding Jazz Futures. I was holding Suns Futures, but I learned this a long time ago from a guy who used to trade corn and soy at the Chicago Board of Trade. He said, you're never going to go broke, kid, taking a profit. And I took about a $10,000 profit, but you see the futures I had. Jazz to win the West, 16 to 1. Jazz to win the title, 35 to 1. And then I hopped in on the Suns. I also had them to win the Pacific Division. I cashed on on everything. It ended up being a $10,000 profit. And the reality is, Mike and them all, I bought a new house. And now every woman, I am stereotyping, but it's okay. Every woman thinks it's HGTV. So I got the unbelievable crown molding. I got a beautiful new floor. My whole house is painted. But the reality is I wish I still had those Jazz and Suns tickets. <laughs> Wait, you, you bought a house for ten grand? where Detroit? <laughs> no, but you, here's the deal. Like, do you remember, like, uh, knock down this wall, knock down that wall? Like, I feel like it's Johnny Dangerously all over again, and we're remodeling our house. But anyway, the money was needed, but I, I did learn this. You know, everybody wants to press their luck. Once in a while, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. And what did I do? I ended up betting the Clippers, and they are back from the dead. I still think that they're the best team in the Western Conference. And I think the Bucks and Nets, I think that's an NBA Finals preview. Whoever wins that series is going to the Finals. Johnny Dangerously, what are you cooking beer over there? <laughs> <laughs> be good to see mom spit again yeah <laughs> tim you know you talked about these series you got off of them but obviously phoenix has been dominant this postseason chris paul bringing back the mid-range game 
Uh, I know you're a guy that appreciates his play. How terrific has he been? I was looking through his stats. I think, what is this, year 16 for him? This guy has been unbelievable. He's finally starting to get some of the due that was probably warranted so many times because they fell short, his teams did. This guy's been a difference maker for the Suns. Guys, I had MVP tickets with Chris Paul. I had uh, $250 on him that was going to net me over $73,000, and he didn't get one first place vote. You know, I think that's complete malarkey, BS, whatever you want to call it. Like, it's not it's not best player in the league. And you could argue that Jokic was this year. Because if it was best player in the league, well, then over the last 15 years, LeBron should have won the MVP 13 times. So it's most valuable. This is a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. Uh, he comes on the roster with Jay Crowder. And not only are they in the playoffs, they're competing for a number one seed. Now they're in the Western Conference Final. Here's why I'm not ready just to go all in on them. You know, they beat the Lakers without Anthony Davis. That was a team that was kind of in disarray. LeBron was hurt. And then they beat the Nuggets, who, you know, rightfully so, Terry Stotts, the Portland got embarrassed in that series. I bet Portland in the series, they got embarrassed by the Nuggets. They fired Terry Stotts, and then they don't win a game against the Suns. Like, without Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. got banged up. Like, I'm not really sure they beat a whole lot to get to the point they're in. I think there are other teams out there. And now, if you get in on the Suns, value-wise, Mike and Amal, you're really late to the party. Tim, I want to switch your focus to the East in the series that you said is a is a finals preview with the, the Bucks and the Nets. We said the Bucks. we thought Harden was going to be out. That was the speculation. The line was four. Harden announces he's going to play, barring any major setback. The line moves so far, it's moved down a point to three. Here's my question. Are the Brooklyn Nets a better team with KD and Harden, or are they a better team with KD and Kyrie? No, they're a better team with KD and Harden. You just look at their record this year, guys. You know, like... 30 games above 500 when Harden is in the lineup, and when he's not in the lineup, this is a 500 team. Uh, that's all I need to know numbers-wise. But, you know, I, I am concerned. Hamstring, guy is 31 years old. We saw Anthony Davis try to gut it out. It was ugly. Uh, Chris Paul gutted it out, and he was great. So I just get really nervous for a guy who plays so physical, that goes downhill, that's always, like, you know, hesitating, stepping back. There is so much strain there. I mean, your hamstring is one of those things that feels fine until all of a sudden it doesn't feel fine. The Bucks were left for dead. You know, Durant makes a three in Milwaukee, put them up 83-80 in game three, and I'm sitting there watching the game. I go, this series is over. And then four quick points, Drew Holiday, spin move, makes a game winner. And when they won that game, I mean, I loaded up on Milwaukee in game four because I went, oh, this is they, – they, they got house money. Nothing is more dangerous than a team that has house money than a gambler that has house money. Now they're in the driver's seat. Everybody left them for dead. They had to have moments in that timeout down three with less than a minute left that we're dead right now. Forget about if Harden plays. You see this hammer here? You hammer the Bucks in the series. You hammer them here in game number five in Brooklyn. The more you bet, Mike and Amal, the more you win. Well, I appreciate what you're saying, but I'm opposite of you here. I took the Nets plus the four tonight. I think the Slim Reaper shows up. Even if Harden can't play or not, I, th- I like the plus four here. You can go ahead and put that thumbs down all you want, my friend. But I, I just think the fact that uh, Kevin Durant and company played so poorly in game number th- uh, four in the second half, I think they'll bounce back. I think look, I'm not saying Milwaukee doesn't win this game. I like getting the points here, getting four. Now down to three. Okay. okay. Uh, that's fair. I mean, I get that. You always have a little bit of an edge with the points. And, and I'm a big money line player. You know, sure. if you were to bet the Bucks in game number three, 
You would have lost. They were laying three and a half. I bet them on the money line in that game, and then I came back in game number four. I just, when a team feels like that down and desperate, and they got blown out the first two games in Brooklyn, so Amal, you got a strong leg to stand on. They have not performed well on the road. Yeah. But then to win a game like that, it just like breathes life into a squad. We saw the Suns, and you could have got in on Phoenix when they were down 2-1 to the Lakers. They were something like plus 280, plus 350 in that series, which they ended up winning. Now they've won seven straight games. So the Bucks have completely taken the series odds now. They're minus 180 in the series, so they're a massive favorite. I just think they got momentum and a team of momentum and house money is scary to me. You know, Mike, I love the point Tim made about the money line where he took the Bucks in game three on the money line. You and I have talked about this during the NCAA tournament. And I think in the NBA postseason, it's so vital just to have teams to win in situations. It's completely different than having to cover a number. Talking to Tim Doyle, CBS Sports, NBA TV, former Northwestern standout. Tim, the other series we haven't talked about, 76ers, Atlanta. Sixers blow the big lead last night, Atlanta. The Hawks are able to even the series. Oh, by the way, Hawks are 21-3 and in their last 24 in Atlanta. Why are you dismissing the 76ers as a viable choice to win the East? You know, there was a movie, guys, and you guys may be too old for this. It was called <laughs> She's All That, okay? Now, it was about Freddie Prince Jr. got dumped, and he decided he could make any girl cool. The girl was actually hot, okay? But they put glasses on her and made her ugly. And then when she became hot again, they took her glasses off. No offense, them all, but if you take the glasses off, you go up about two points, okay? I think the 76ers, the Hawks, they still have the glasses on, and here's why. Uh, the Hawks are a great scoring team. They're not balanced. They're not healthy. They can't go up and down with either the Nets or the Hawks, uh, the Bucks. And then Philadelphia, they need to have an identity. You look at Seibel, uh, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons. They should be the best defensive team in the NBA, and numbers-wise they are. But, man, they gave up 23s in game one, lost to Philadelphia. They can't close out last night, and Bede can't make a shot in the second half. They're going to win this series, the 76ers. I said that they were going to win the game, series in seven when it started. I figured Atlanta was going to get one of those games. I was on the money line last night. But I, you know what it is? I just don't trust any one of those teams. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really trust Freddie Prince Jr. back in the day. He was wearing, like, an L.A. hold looks, like, number six. Because you can't go number 10. It makes it a little bit too hard with the hair gel. It was more like a six hold. But, uh, yeah, if you have not seen She's All That, you're lucky. It was a horrible movie that every teenager in the early 2000s had to watch. Yeah, listen, Rachel Lee Cook looked good back then. Uh, I don't know how she looks now, but, Tim, the reason I go with the glasses. <laughs> oh, there it is. The glasses are off. Well, God, listen, I mean, Tim, Tim have like you seen the rest of our network? I mean, I'm trying to make it a fair fight here. I mean, that is just, I mean, when you take the glasses off, you know, Sylvester Stallone was an over-the-top. It was like he would pull the hat around from front to back. That's like when you take the glasses off. You're doing something that's important or serious, or you're just you're spraying your scent out there, and I love it. Timmy, we got about a minute. There was a rumor when we were trying to find you to come on the program that you were in mourning over the announcement of Coach K's retirement next year. Is that true? Not true. I do think he's going to coach again. Do you guys want to give me odds that Coach K coaches again? I think he's going to coach in the NBA. I think that he's kicked the tires on it twice. I know it was years ago. But what happens is you're not Coach K anymore. You're not Coach You're Mr. K. And I think he has a little bit of a desire to keep on coaching. I predict he coaches again. Guys, you got odds for that? Yeah, 10 to 1. I think the only way he coaches again, and and maybe it's in the NBA, is if he, he can take Pete Gaudet so he can step down if he has a losing record and pin all the losses on him. You're, you're so mean, Mike. Obviously, no. you're not a You're so mean. He's Here's a, the deal. He's we 100% played, right. Played Duke at the I played one year at St. John's, and played's a loose, loose word. But we played Duke at the Garden, 
and we had like a Teen Wolf moment. Marcus Hatton hit a free throw all by himself after the game, and all everybody was running on the court. And I was just thinking, man, if you had us plus three hundred in that game, you cashed a massive <laughs> ticket while I was sitting on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Tim, to your point, Mike, Mike's right though. The reason why Coach K won't go to the NBA, he can't deal with a twenty-eight and fifty-four record on his ledger. He'll have a back injury about two weeks into the season. Here's my prediction, okay? Frank Vogel steps down. Coach K coaches LeBron and Bronny James when they play together on the Lakers. The chances of that happening, I want at least 300 to 1 odds, guys. We'll give you 500 to 1. Thanks for the time, Tim. Bye, Mike and Amal. Love Thanks. you guys. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, betting across America. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.